Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Will Nerds Podcast. This is episode number 76. My name is Slater, and I'm here with Adam and Caitlin. What's up? Hello. Hi. Slater disappeared into a blue whale. I know, every day. <laughs> if I get too close, I disappear. <laughs> We're all using Skype backgrounds, and uh, so for those of you that are on Patreon, you can see where we are or what animals are behind us, but Slater's is a blue whale. <laughs> Kaylin, you are not in the Grand Tetons. Yeah, I am. <laughs> I'm sitting outside in you the are dark, right now, and but... you can see the mountains. <laughs> I'm hanging out with a tiny, tiny little breaching mola. <laughs> hanging out with the tiniest animal on the planet, the blue whale. Sink. Um, woo! I feel like we haven't talked in a while, so we probably have tons of sightings to go over. Yep. Yeah. Kaylin, Kaylin, you want to go first? Ladies um, first. Sure. So it's been off to a really good start in the North Atlantic, out off Stellwagen Bank. Uh, we've had lots of humpback whales, lots of minke whales, Atlantic white-sided dolphins, harbor seals, gray seals. Um, we've had a few fin whales. And, um, mm-hmm. yeah, so it's been really good. We've had a lot of feeding activity with humpback whales, sometimes surface feeding, sometimes using bubble clouds, sometimes kick feeding. Oh, I actually sent you guys that video of that whale that was doing that weird, like, oh, peck the peck fin maneuver. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's this whale oh. named Tornado, and I guess she kind of, like, she's definitely been seen doing it before, but she does this weird, like, big arch of her back and then, like, flips her peck fins forward in a sweeping motion towards her face and then, like, throws her head down really hard and, like, chases after the fish and sometimes we'll do like a big kick on our way down too it's like a really weird like you look at it and you're like how does the whale move like that it like doesn't make sense <laughs> so but it's also like how does it like how does that help it you know collect food or like you know it's kind of strange yeah i don't i don't know if like she's flashing the fish when she makes that sweep move i guess so yeah she makes bubbles or stuns the fish and then she comes up underneath them or something but um, they do a lot of different, like, unique strategies out here. The kick feeding is one, and each whale kind of has its own spin on it. Like, some whales do, like, a double kick and then dive. Some whales just do one kick. Some whales do, like, they, like, hold their fluke. They're, they're up, upright, and they, like, arch and, like, flop their fluke down, and others, like, kick and then flip their fluke upwards really hard, too, to, like, make even more bubbles. Mm. It's wild. And then... um they also use like bubble nets and bubble clouds, and so they do all kinds of fun things. So it's been really cool to see. Do they trap feed there? Um, they do this called dragging. So well, they kind of I don't know. They kind of trap feed, but not really. They like do a really slow lunge every once in a while. I wouldn't necessarily say they sit there long enough to really call it trap feeding, but they do this thing where they after they've closed their mouth. They just like slowly glide forward with their head up at like a 45 degree angle. And that's how I got that photo of the whale with the gull on its head. Because like they move so slowly when they're dragging those pleats that the the birds will land on their head and like try and get the fish. Okay, we have to talk about that photo. (laughs) That photo is awesome. I know. I've been wanting to get that photo for a long time because I see other photographers get it from New England. And I'm like, oh, my God, I want a picture of a freaking goal. Also, like it it happens over there a lot. Yeah. No, I mean, not (laughs) a lot, but like you're more likely. (laughs) That's super funny. (laughs) New England goals are ruthless. 
Uh, yeah, is it? Where did you post that on your own personal one? Oh, my, yeah, on my own personal Instagram. Yeah, you guys have to look it up. It's it's like literally this this goal is just standing with his two feet on top of the back space. Like, Beak open, like screaming at the other goal. <laughs> <laughs> it's so, the king goal. Yeah, get off my will. <laughs> but um, yeah, and then we've seen a lot of Atlantic white-sided dolphins. Like almost every single trip, we've seen them, and we usually throughout the whole of the season only see them like fifteen to twenty percent of our trips. Um, so it's been really incredible to see them that much. I think it's like more of a springtime thing, but we I didn't start working until last summer in July, so I didn't get to see the whole spring like it normally goes. Um, and we have had a few like possible distant sightings of a right whale. We definitely did have a sighting of a right whale in front of the harbor. Um, but it, for me, it's like, it's kind of sad because the regulations are written to stay 500 yards away. And like, really to me, that's, you should be interpreting that as like, you shouldn't be trying to watch the whale at all. Um, yeah. So when yeah, we do you can't have get a look from that far really anyway. Yeah. So. And so if we do have a possible sighting, like generally what we do is just keep going. Like the crew will see it and say something to the captain so he's aware. Um, but then we won't point it out to the people because like there's only 360 of them left. We want them to just go on their merry way without us interrupting their day. So, yeah, it's kind of sad, but kind of cool. Like, I don't know. We'll see what happens yeah. as spring goes on. I would love to see one of those one day, but. It kind of has to be under the right circumstances, you know? Like, I would even, like, I feel like it's better to travel to, you know, the southern hemisphere to see them, you know? They're not yeah. as endangered there. And I mean, I saw them from shore, which I felt like well, that was a really great experience because, like, there's no possible way I'm doing anything. Yeah, to harm not, them. Not having, I don't feel like I'm having an impact standing on the beach watching a whale in the ocean. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> is it where's it at? In is it Chile or is it Argentina? Where are they? They're somewhere down they're there. Every they're everywhere. I mean, like, yeah, South you Africa. There's like a good spot to see them. Yeah, South Africa. You can see them in Australia. Australia. Yeah. 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 So. I yeah, think what's so um, Peninsula Valde Valdez is that mm -hmm. that's a good spot to see. Yeah, them that's that's there. what I was thinking. Yeah. So. All I want to see is a freaking North Pacific right whale. Is that too much to ask for? Um, yeah. Oh, it is. <laughs> what's, Literally, what's, like that I saw was thirty to fifty total. I know total. That yeah. that would be the one species that I'd be like, like you could show me a sperm whale and I'd be like, oh my gosh, that's so amazing. But if I see a North Pacific right whale, I'm like, taking my clothes off, like jumping over the boat, it's over. Taking your clothes off. <laughs> Dude, the water's cold, you dummy. Fine. It's but if you see a beaked whale, like it's pretty close. I don't know. I mean, you saw beaked whales, didn't you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. good transition. <laughs> Later, I know you're dying to show. No, I'm not ready yet. I'm not ready yet. I want to hear Adams first. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still trying to remember all the things I saw. Oh my gosh, because you saw so many. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's been rough up here. Oh, my goodness. Rough season in Monterey. Uh, my sightings have been good. Uh, I've just been a bunch of humpback whales, which you can't complain about humpback whales. I love humpback whales. Um, and we also, we've been, we've been running our two-and-a-half-hour trips for the majority of this year, but we just switched on Monday to our four-and-a-half-hour trips. Um, so it was cool to still be getting humpbacks on our coastal trips. Um, but now that we're on the island trips, we get a little bit more 
time to explore and look around. So we go to the islands and stuff. Um, but it's been really good. And the best part about the island trip so far is that our common dolphins seem to be back in full strength. We went like a straight, like at least two and a half months with like zero common dolphin sightings, like none, which is like, I, I've talked to Dave, my captain, and he's like, yeah, I can't remember ever in the 15 years I've been working here that, that, that we have gone that long without common dolphins. So um, just kind of interesting and funny. I don't know if it's the water temperatures or maybe the sea lions were out competing them for a little bit or something like that. Um, but I'm super stoked they're back. Um, and yeah, just been really good with a bunch of commons and humpbacks and sea lions. We've seen a couple minky whales. Um, those are always really challenging to look at, but I think it's fun. Uh, usually We've been having great looks at minky whales, but we've also had like a dozen of them around us at a time. Really? Yeah, I wouldn't say that the minky whales themselves are being like you serious would, uh, or good about the boat. I think we're just in the thick of a lot of them. You don't think it's yeah. a minky sack? Minky whale heaven. No, yeah, it's just a lots of minky whales, and they like weave in now the humpbacks. It's pretty cool. Yeah, it's cool. And then uh, I saw a breaching a couple. Actually, there was like four molas that were breaching all at the same time, and I was like, "Why are you guys breaching?" Were they small. Like, Tiny little guys. Yeah. You want to knock off their parasites. Caitlin, when is it when they're, is it fall that they're always flying out of the water everywhere around the harbor in Monterey? I feel like a couple times in the fall, we all were getting photos of them. But I don't know. I would say that it's necessarily like an actually seasonal thing. Uh, In the fall, the sea lions are ripping them up. Yeah, I don't know. All I know is this. Yeah, the sea lions are throwing around like frisbees in front of the harbor. (laughs) So sad. I can't. That can't be a very tasty meal, right? They don't like, eat it. They don't eat it, dude. I mean, they I feel literally... like they eat the, like, middle, like, in front of the, um... Gills, maybe. Ventral like... fin. And then, like, they just, the rest, they just, like, pull the fins off, and then the molas... Like, literally, you, it's so sad. You'll see, like, a mola with just no, like, dorsal fin. And it's just, like, he's just floating there sideways. You're like... I've, I've personally heard stories from scuba divers of, like, there's mola molas with no ventral or dorsal fin just laying on the bottom off of, like cannery row and they're still alive but they can't move that's so sad it's like like the shark finning you know what i mean it's kind of sad because like the it it like brings that thought of the like shark finning stuff to your you know mind but it's nature man nature does yeah i mean other things eat it right like sea stars and crabs like it's still sad speaking of uh sea lions tearing stuff apart you guys all saw that video i'm sure of the The sea lion ripping the goal head off Oh, yeah. Oh, that was brutal. That was gnarly. Dude, nature doesn't care. (laughs) Where was that at, first off? I didn't even look. I didn't look either. Yeah. I don't actually have TikTok. You just sent me the link. Someone sent it to me, though, so. But, yeah, uh, or Margo sent it to me, but I also saw it on Instagram. On, excuse me, on Nature's Metal. Nature's Metal. On that page. But yeah, it's uh, pretty ruthless. Well, that video is definitely on the top uh, 10 ruthless sea line videos for sure. <laughs> I feel like someone did get it. I don't know if someone did get a video of it, but the day that I saw a sea lion kill a pelican, it didn't eat it. It just killed it. Um, we were trying to dock and it was really windy. So I didn't have my phone or camera out because I was trying to pay attention to what we were doing. But I like looked back and the sea lion was just like this with a pelican's head. And the pelican, oh like, gosh. swam away again. 
He swam away. No, it's like it just laid there with its head in the water, and I was like, yep, yeah, I'm sure it's dead. Oh, that's intense. Yeah. Well, it's been pretty amazing up here. We've had a lot of bad weather days. It, you know what? It's not really, recently, not, though. They're not bad. They're not bad weather days. They're just bad weather afternoons for sure. Like, you can make the mornings. Yeah. The mornings are have been fine. A lot of fog, um, but the trips have been excellent. Uh, I don't think – did we – we haven't talked since my last all-day trip, right? Yeah, you oh, had an all-day trip. Yeah. So my May 4th all-day trip was definitely a ballpark. Uh, we knocked out of the ballpark on that one. We had humpback whales, but we saw – Baird's beaked whales. That's your first time seeing them, right? That was my first time seeing them. That was everyone on the boat except for um, a a couple of the crew members and captains' first time seeing them. And they've—I mean, they've already seen them. That was their second time. And then I don't—I guess there was like maybe eight or nine of them. I don't know to be exact. It was there was too much going on in that moment. (laughs) And and, and, and we didn't—we didn't really hear much after it too. You know what I mean? Like, it was, like, just such a rare sighting, but it's not like there's much to talk about because they're gone, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, so then – and then so once we saw those, we left and saw killer whales. So, yeah, humpback whales, killer whales, uh, bears beaked whales. And then we left those and went and saw white sharks in at the beach. So, nice. yeah, that's Sounds like the incredible. most epic Sounds day like ever. great day. Yeah. Have you seen bears, Caitlin? Yeah, twice. I think it's crazy that, like, whatever, Slater's been working in Monterey. Obviously, like, on and off, but, like, like, that's a thing. Like, people walk a lot of hours and never see those things. So, that's definitely rare. rare I think Rod was saying, like, he's been on the water for 30 years and never seen him. I mean, like. Really? Yeah. I mean, it really is just, like, a right place, right time thing. And all the sightings I've heard of over the last couple years have been in the month of May or sometime in the fall, but mostly for Bairds in the month of May. Interesting. Why are they here in the month of May? I mean, I don't know if it's just because, like, everybody's out looking for killer whales in the month of May and they all happen to transit the right spot, or if there really is something going on with the squid and they only come into that part of the bay during well, all those, you know, all those times of year. All those squid boats are out there. Yeah, it's thick right now. So it was many. really thick, like, at the point there was, like, Dude, like, felt like 30 saners out there. Yeah. There was a lot. But, I mean, are they even eating those little market squid, or are they coming? That's what I'm saying. You know what I mean? I don't so, know. I don't know if anyone knows. Yeah. So. So, yeah, that yeah. trip was nuts. Once in a life, for sure. I mean, I could never see a bear's beach wheel ever again. Potentially. And, and, and we always talk about how rare it is, like, you know, for a, a blue whale. Like... Or how many people have seen a blue whale in the world, right? But like, yeah. how many people have seen a bear's beak whale? <laughs> like, I'm sure that number is a like a fraction of, <laughs> like, a, not even a quarter of one percent of the world's population. Yeah, I bet you it's like a hundred people. Like a hundred people. <laughs> oh, have no. seen a <laughs> I can name a hundred people that have seen it. I think it's no probably, way. Yeah, for I don't sure. know, maybe ten thousand people in the whole world. No way. Okay, if if okay, if I can name five boats five captains that have seen them in monterey and their boats each hold 40 okay, and they've seen them on the you know what i mean so it's like yeah maybe maybe it's more like 50 or sixty thousand because like they see them off the coast of japan too see there's there's there is places yeah exactly there's places where like beaked whales or sperm whales are more you know are seen more often so yeah i don't know 
Yeah, beaked whales as a whole, it'd probably be, I don't know, at least a couple hundred thousand because they see them off the Azores, they see them off Japan, you can see them off California. And they see them off Iceland sometimes, I think, at least like northern bottlenose whales. Why can't I see them? And, and <laughs> I could see Adam waiting for that, his face, which is like <laughs> getting ready to be sad. He looks um, so sad. <laughs> is Cuvier's, they, they're the ones that get, are have the longest dive right now, right? Yeah, they're the dive champions. And they're also, yeah, like, the most widespread, I think, of all the beaked whale species. Yeah. Nice. So then if you see that, then you're really cool. Like, they see Cuvier's beaked whales off of the Caribbean. You can see them in the um, off of the off Baja in Mexico. You've seen them? Yeah. So you're just better than us? I'm not saying that. <laughs> it was implied though was, <laughs> i saw your eyebrow raise up and you're like duh <laughs> <laughs> wait so what 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 other species of beach whale came on our ac um there's yeah. two other species i think that are potentials to based on stranding information mm. um one of them i never know how to stay, say it it's like steningers beach steningers, whale. yeah yeah okay. And then there's another species that has stranded off the Big Sur coast, but has never been seen alive in the, off of Monterey. That's, dude, the ocean is so crazy. Like, what do you mean? <laughs> oh. um, other than that, though, the, obviously there's been lots of humpback whales coming into the bay. Uh, a lot of, lot of spread out humpback whales. They're kind of like scattered all along like the beach right now like a mile to two two miles off the beach um but between like moss landing and monterey lots of humpbacks and then today same thing lots of humpbacks right out of the harbor um but the weather was flatter than a lake which is like once a that never happens once in two months every you know every couple months that it's like that so um today on my boat i went way offshore and i stopped to look at a humpback whale i was probably like 12 miles from 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 moss landing out into the middle of the bay um just north of like socal a little bit and i stopped for a humpback whale and i was like oh i'll fly the drone there's you know no one's around and we were way offshore so i put the drone up and then a blue whale pops up right next to me so (laughs) yeah i was like and then i called out the i was like calling out the blue whale and the humpback never came back up and so then i'm watching this blue whale and next thing you know like another one pops up a little like probably a quarter mile away from this one and while i'm watching the blue whale i could hear blows like bigger you know like blue whale size blows um but i couldn't see any whales so then i like finally honed in on like some blows and i looked over there and three fin whales popped up um, all together too so i got the drone over the fin whales and there was three fin whales in a tight-knit little group uh circling together and obviously uh, they must have been feeding because they were doing a pretty uh tight circle um and then going back down yeah and so two of the largest animals on the planet scott gray looks at them left and then found a breaching humpback whale that breached like i don't know five or six times he did a lot of like chin slaps in between those and some peck slaps and stuff too so yeah and then i I basically cried Out of what like, I'm hearing is is that I need to be up in Monterey ASAP, Rocky. <laughs> yeah, if you want to cry, <laughs> I want. Trust me, I want to cry. Can watch well, cry together. The thing is, is you know how many times I'm like, if I see this, I'm gonna cry, and like I never cry. 
because it's just like I can't. There's no there's no crying in <laughs> photography. Okay. <laughs> and so, yeah, but yeah. I'm not gonna lie. After I shot the photo of the breaching humpback, I like first off I yelled and no one could hear me because I'm by myself. <laughs> and I was just like, ah! and then yeah, then I got kind of emotional, and then <laughs> then I went in. <laughs> so you're the first person to find the blue house today, then, yeah? Yeah, and. That was also, I think, why I was in such a good mood. I found all the whales. I found the blue whales and fin whales, and I was able to like call all the whale. All the whale boats came out and saw them and got like good looks. Actually, two of the, two or three of the companies extended their afternoon trips today, or I mean their morning trips, and just that they didn't have afternoon trips, so they just uh, stayed out there and went and looked for them. So that was cool. I got looks See, at them. That's right. I, I, there's no other feeling like finding a whale. Like even even if it's like. Like you're out there. Like whenever I'm out there looking for whales and I like see one, it's just like, oh yeah, I got one. Like there's just something so good about seeing a yeah. scout. I don't know. And so before I had that humpback breaching, I don't even know if it was the same one that I saw, but I was like, you know what? It's so flat as the lake today. I might as well like go south and try to like get to Carmel Bay. And I was like, I'm going to Point Lobos. That's what I called out, but I didn't even make it close to there. But <laughs> I, I saw this humpback um, out further to the west, and it was breaching, and that's what made me turn. So I turned towards them, and then there was, like, just, like, hundreds of yards of bull kelp and kelp, like, just strands of it everywhere, like, all grouped up, though, in, like, big clumps. And I'm, like, tr I'm like kind of literally dodging these bull kelp, like, big piles of it, right, to get towards this, like, breaching humpback. And then a bunch of spouts pop up. And so I slowed down because there's like started to become a lot of whales in the area. And then a humpback in the middle of bull, like one of the bull kelp, bull, bull kelp piles <laughs> just like li lifts his peck fin up in the air with kelp on it. And I was like, oh, yeah. So then I, <laughs> then I stopped. And uh, that's where I ended up finding that other humpback that was breaching. But yeah, just insane day on the water. Nice. Glad to hear it. I'm glad you guys all saw lots of fun whale things. Dude, there's nothing like a blue whale in glassy conditions. Yeah, seriously. It's just like perfect perfection. Yeah, especially when you stop the boat and you're just like in and off and you're chilling and then it comes up again in like the same spot, like 100 yards away from you. And you're like, uh, okay, like <laughs> I can retire. Bye. <laughs> It almost makes you want to just like lay down on the back deck and like take a nap out there and not leave. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. All right. Well, we have a little bit of whale news-ish type things to talk about today. Um, it's news from the North Atlantic, basically. Um, I wanted to cover two follow-ups about that ongoing story we've been sort of watching with the uh, killer whales that have been attacking boats that have been coming off of the like coming into the coast of Spain and um, this is from last month so this group called the Atlantic Orca Working Group created a safety protocol infographic and like set of guidelines and was trying to put it out to as many boaters and sailors as possible about what to do if you encounter this group of killer whales. Mm -hmm. And basically, the safety protocol says, stop your boat, take down your sails, leave the wheel loose as long as sea conditions allow. Mm -hmm. uh, contact the authorities, which is like on the phone, you can dial 112 or hail on channel 16 on the radio. 
Um, take your hands off the steering wheel and stay away from any part of the boat that may fall or turn sharply. Do not yell at the animals. Do not touch them with anything. Do not throw things at them. Do not let yourself be seen excessively, um, especially overboard of the vessel. I guess so, like, don't hang off the side where the whales can see you, I think is what that's trying to say. Um, if you If you have a camera phone or other device, record the animals, especially their dorsal fins, in an effort to try and identify the animals afterwards. Um, once you feel that the animals have like left the boat alone, you don't feel any more pressure or nudging on the rudder, um, check that it works. And then, um, if you notice any fault that prevents navigation, request a sea tow. So, um, yeah. yeah, I think it's interesting that like that one group, um, before this protocol came out, we covered that news story and the, the captain just like took his hands off the wheel and like stopped and that's it. Yeah. And the whales left. They were like, yeah. oh, we can't play with this. We're done. Yeah. So then all uh. these protocols came out. Um, but then on the, I think it was the 10th of April. So these protocols went out on the 2nd. Yeah. And then this news story I saw on the 10th of April, there's these sailors um, coming into the Strait of Gibraltar. They are, they encounter the pot, a pot of killer whales, which they think is the same ones. And Either these guys didn't get the memo, or which I think is the most likely, or they mm-hmm. really thought that they knew better because they were like trying to like poke the whales with like pull, oh and they were throwing flares at them, and they were like banging on the side of the boat trying to get the whales to leave, and like the whales were, if anything, I felt like they were more encouraged by the interaction. Oh, I'm sure they're like, so, uh, "Are you playing? Like, you want to play? Yeah, or like, what's going on uh, here?" Or so, like, and it was at nighttime, and I. I like, they kind of sound scared. Like, I think they were all... I, I watched the video a while ago. I'm pretty sure they were all speaking Spanish. That one guy was, like, really frustrated. Like, oh, they're beating up the boat. And then, like, the other guys kind of sounded nervous. Um, and one guy's like, get off the boat. He's, like, yelling at them on the stern. And you're like, whoa, dude. <laughs> you're, like, throwing stuff at them. And you're like, that's not that's not helpful. I mean, I, I'm sure that they're very uninformed and, like, really didn't know what else yeah. to do. But it was just... Yeah, the drama continues with. What an odd thing, though, like that. There's a protocol that came out about killer whales. Yeah, I was about to say, like, you know what I mean? Strange. Yeah. I was looking. (laughs) If you look through the comments on that, like, uh, protocol post, there's like a uh, there's a video from on the dodo about a killer whale. It's it's uh, here. Let me let me see the name. T seventy three B. So up in Campbell River, and they have a video of him pushing the sailboat up there in 2018. Oh, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's pretty crazy. A couple years ago. Um, but I think that's such a rare occurrence, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, most of the incidents are off the Iberian Peninsula, so Portugal and Spain. Right now, that's- the general consensus seems to be that it's the same group of whales pretty repeatedly. Um so hopefully they can continue to gather more information on that and, um, you know, go from there. And hopefully they can do a good job of messaging as many boaters as possible because, you know, it's not it's not safe for people either if they don't know how to interact with these whales to get them to stop. Like, the whales are strong enough to break the rudder, you know. Oh, yeah. Disables a vessel. We've seen it. Huh? Well, not with killer whales, though, but... A gray whale broke the rudder of a boat. Yeah. Um, 
after the the big calf was killed, the mom was like pissed off and went over yeah. to the boat and kicked it. Yeah. Damn. They weren't nicknamed the devil fish for nothing. Yeah, exactly. The freaking mafia whales. <laughs> <laughs> um. So the other uh ongoing piece of news that actually started in March. I I don't have the date offhand of the last sighting, but. Um, there has been a gray whale sighted in the North Atlantic. Um, the first sighting, let's see. This is not all translated for me, so I'm trying to um, figure out where I'm at. Um, this group that originally posted the sighting is a Dutch organization, but I don't think that the whale was sighted. Oh, yeah, it was sighted in Morocco. These Dutch, two Dutch people visiting relatives in Morocco sighted this whale in very shallow water. It looks like it's outside of a, like, a breakwater at a harbor or something. Oh, I did see this. Yeah. Yeah. I'm watching the video on it. So the last, the last time a gray whale was seen was in 2013 off of Israel, right? Um, yeah, I think... I think oh, no. that same year, that same year it was sighted, no, was a gray whale sighted off of Namibia and off of Israel, and... I don't know if we ever got official confirmation that it was the same whale, but a lot of people were thinking it probably was. Yeah, so three, no, yeah, so 2010, a great whale was seen near the coast of Israel, and in 2013, near the coast of Namibia. Yeah. Wow. Can yeah. you imagine if this one great whale, it's a female, by, by the way. way. Yeah, and then it just starts up the population over there, because they might need to, judging on how the great whale is going right now. Right? Yeah, I know, right? Well, I don't know if the North Atlantic's going to be any safer for them, to be perfectly honest. Yeah. So. Um, and I guess they would still come all the way around to feed? Well, I'm wondering, sure, yeah, sure so Atlantic, I guess my but, curiosity yeah. is where would they feed um, in the North Atlantic? I did actually email Jim Sumich, who is like the gray whale master, um, and ask a few questions about uh, gray whales in general, especially North Atlantic. And, um, I, I asked him, I said, where, where do they breed? You know, like, and he made a really good point. Let me pull up the email conversation between the two of us. Um, potentially he would be a great person to have on the podcast. Um, yeah, that would be cool. But, um, I asked him, is there any record of where the North Atlantic gray whales used to breed? We, Because on another episode, we had kind of been spitballing ideas, and the conclusion we had come to is that it's probably similar to the right whales. And um, there's also a paper that just came out, which I want to cover more in depth in another episode, um, talking about the eastern North Atlantic range of, of gray whales and maybe some use of the Mediterranean Sea. Mm -hmm. And... Um, he said for Southeast U.S. coastal waters, there was, um, a lot of overlap between the current right whale breeding grounds and gray whale breeding habitats. Um, but he said that there's fossil records to indicate that there is an Eastern Atlantic population, um, but there's no fossils of calves anywhere to show where the calving grounds might've been. So... Mm. So that's the, he's like, maybe it's like the Pacific where they all actually like go to, a lot of them actually go to the Southeast U.S., but then they spread out across the Atlantic to feed just like the Russian 
gray whales are going all the way yeah, to Mexico. Exactly. But he's like, we really, the best answer would be if someone could find a calf fossil. Um, mm. And I was like, wow, I didn't even think of that. Um, glad I asked you. <laughs> True. Maybe they'd feed off of like, hmm, Hudson Bay or something. Or like, yeah, uh, I mean, I don't off doubt of that. they spread out all across the Atlantic. It's just a, I think the Where question that a lot of people don't know how to answer is was it two breeding grounds, one on each side of the Atlantic? Was it only one breeding ground? So. Um, something that's definitely still under um, investigation. Um, but yeah, I would love to chat more with, with Jim about gray whale things in general. And I do, um, I will cover that gray whale paper that I found. And we'll talk about that in another episode. Um, I just wanted to talk more about like the news that we're a little backlogged on um, for the North Atlantic. Because I do think that that follow up on that killer whale story was really interesting. So and then also that the gray whale was sighted. Also, I saw another sighting of that gray whale, and it was matched, and it was sighted off of Italy. So the whale was getting around in the Mediterranean. I mean, Morocco's on the south end, and then Italy's up on the north end. So mm-hmm. pretty wild. And I don't know if it was trying to feed or what, but I hope it, I hope it lives. Whales are pretty crazy, man. I think that's ridiculous. Yeah. What are you doing over there, dude? Me? Go back to your home. No, the whale. Oh, oh. It's like Slater's Dang, like, what are you just... talking about? I'm in my home. <laughs> <laughs> like what? <laughs> what? Did we go to Ireland the other day? What was there? A walrus or something? Oh yeah, there what was a Googling? walrus off the coast of Wales. That what it was? Let's look it up. It's just funny. Like I, I, it's such a hard question to answer. But like, how many of these? animals popping up in different locations like how like how can you relate that to anthropogenic causes like i'm sure there's some effect of but us at the same time batteries. we don't have any baseline data and that's the thing that's why you can't really say that's like, the truth but it's not yeah we completely decimated a lot of these animal populations and then completely changed the ocean food web and then we're like oh walruses never went to ireland and we're like well how do we actually know that like, I mean, I guess maybe fossils and, like, if someone really did have good, True. you know, records. But I think we changed a lot of things before we realized it and didn't take any notes. And, yeah. and certain populations are some, – some of them are recovering. So things are popping up in places that hasn't been seen for, you know, 30 or 40 years. Yeah. Yeah, I feel and like that's that different than, like – Or is that a new, you know – Yeah, exactly. It's like – I feel like that's different than like these one-off animals, like a beluga whale in California, you know, or the gray whales in the Mediterranean. Like those are like one or two animals, or like a walrus in Wales, you know, like. Yeah. Yeah. I think yeah. So the the, um, the walrus story was uh, the fifteenth of March. BBC reported a walrus was spotted on rocks in Ireland's uh, Ireland's County Kerry. It was likely to be an adolescent that left the Arctic in search of a new breeding ground of food and, like, lost its way. Um, County Kerry is, like, the southwest side of Ireland, so pretty far down there. Um, while, and it says, while such sightings are unusual, an adult walrus was seen on the north and west coast of Scotland in 2018. So, you know, they wander around, I guess. They, like, go for a little adventure. Well, if a walrus wants to hang out in Monterey, I'm open to it. I think <laughs> Channel Island has plenty of rocks for them to chill out, chill out on, chill out on. 
If Adam's okay with the walrus showing up to Santa Barbara. I don't know about that. I think he might cry. I would probably cry. Adam would lose his voice and then cry. <laughs> he was like, oh! <laughs> you would have been proud of me today, Adam. I yelled. I was like, it's my boy. Hey, man, sometimes the whales like it. Yeah, then he took three breaths and did it again. <laughs> uh, Brent called me on the radio, Kaylin, which is one of the captains uh, in one right here. And he was like, is that whale still breaching? And I grabbed my radio and I'm talking to him. I'm like, it just did right now as I'm freaking talking to you. <laughs> I was like, you made me miss it. <laughs> and that one was actually like a pretty close breach too. Yeah, you're distracting me. You're making me miss it. <laughs> yeah. It sucks because I'm by myself. So, like, like Rod's calling me today, and he's like, so, you still got blue whales? And I'm like, ah, I'm doing something. I'm filming them. <laughs> I have my drone in my hands. I can't talk. And if I don't respond, they're like, do you pick me up? Do you pick me up? <laughs> I'm like, yes, I hear you. I just can't <laughs> respond. Yeah. Give them the one second, like, really frantic, like, from far away. Yeah. And then I was like, I was like, I'm filming them. And the guy's like, well, you must have some really good underwater camera stuff. You're still filming a blue whale when he goes down. I'm like, dude. <laughs> oh. <laughs> just let me do my thing. Take a second, y'all. Just take a second. It's all right, buddy. I'll be up there soon. I just got to <laughs> run. I'll just walk there. Be... Maybe get there by tomorrow. You use your car, you dummy. I got to do an oil change in my car. I got to fix some things on it. So Wow. We'll welcome to adulthood, anything. Adam. I know I don't go to Jiffy Lube anymore. I do it my so I do it myself. <laughs> he doesn't go to Jiffy Lube anymore. How old are you? Thirteen now. <laughs> add a t- add a ten to that, and you'd be correct. Two hundred thirty. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Slater. Oh no. Good thing no one asked us ever to do math. Yeah, we're not math nerds. We're whale nerds. Yeah, yes. we're not mathletes. I have an all-day trip tomorrow, and the weather looks absolutely amazing. Uh, what do you guys want me to see? Just call it Thanks out. All the things. Adam, I told you to come. Caitlin, <laughs> you literally can't even come, so. I have to work tomorrow. Oh, she has to work. And I the think... weather looks very nice in Massachusetts tomorrow, too. It's not the uh, thousands of miles between us? I mean, it is the thousands <laughs> of miles. That's holding you back from going on the trip tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I have to fix my car, and then I think if... The weather goes well. If the weather's nice and we have good visibility, I think I'm going to do a, a NOAA, another NOAA survey flight. That's the plan right now. Oh, nice. Because cool. I want to see if there's freaking blue whales out there by Santa Rosa Island, because I bet you there are. But we just nope. don't. They're all up here. I actually rounded all of them up today, and I had a talk with them, and I said, No. Go to Santa Barbara this <laughs> season. Stay up here in the northern part of Monterey Bay Canyon. Um, I was like, you can you can venture into the SoCal, but just you know, a little outside of that is plenty fine. Like I put all the krill out for you. You don't need to go anywhere. I did see lots of sheer waters today. Nice. Like miles and miles of them. So that was cool. I like that. Yeah. Do you love me a good flock of sheer waters? Yeah. And phalaropes. There's infinity phalaropes. I don't even know where the heck these things came from. I swear. I swear. Like what? I see ten sometimes, and now there's like ten billion. Pretty soon it's going to be the deafening calls of common mer dad and chick pairs. Do we even you can't know? Can't hear yourself think they're so loud. Do we even know where phalaropes breed? I mean, I think it is known. I don't know it off the top of my head, but I you know. love phalaropes. They're like my favorite. They're yeah, so cute. Redneck phalaropes are cool. They're so cool. But there's another bird that I like that I haven't really seen for a few years. Um, 
It's storm petrel. Oh, they breed in the far north, like Alaska and Canada and Greenland, and then they migrate south. Um, they can be seen all the way down in Panama, and they use most of North America as their migratory routes. Yeah. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Bird Nerds, Bird Nerds podcast. podcast. Anyways, Adam, when you see a uh, northern storm petrel, call me. Uh, literally, all of last year, we had those tiny little black storm petrels everywhere. But my camera's not really good enough to get a good picture of a petrel because they're, they're like really this big. hard to get pictures of. They're like they're super hard. Lot and yeah, yeah, sweet. We had a lot of Wilson storm petrels last year. It was really fun to try and take photos. Dude, of them. who is Wilson? There's Wilson's foul robes. There's Wilson's storm petrels. Who is Some that guy? Dude that loved to name animals after himself, just like that stellar guy. Just, just like Cuvier. Yeah. Linnaeus, I don't know Seriously. Stellar Linnaeus. sea lion. Stellar sea cow. Stellar jay. Stellar turkey. That guy's ego. <laughs> he pro- he's probably a narcissist. Now it's like you're not supposed to name an animal after yourself. That's like really tacky. It's more like someone else names the animal after you as a, a, to honor you. Yeah. If I ever get a chance to name an animal, I'm naming it after my professor in a uh, community college and his name last name is Wilson so it's going to be like Wilson I or like wow but then Wilson it's going to be like already there's so many Wilson's things well I'll do Brian Wilson I <laughs> or like you can name the blue whale uh what do, what do you call it flu you can name it the Ernsters something <laughs> the Ernsters I would, morph. Like yeah, I would never do like the, yeah that's what I was going with that <laughs> the Ernsters morph except Bob Brown is a pretty cool dude yeah, I hung out with him last cool year. Than, but... Is he cooler than me, though? <laughs> is he alive? I don't even... Who is it? Paul? What's up, Paul? Bob? I think he's still oh, alive. Oh, Bob? Yeah. George is Cuvier. That's what pretty I'm pretty sure it's Bob Brownell. I think that's his name. Let's Google it. Well, we're going back into the uh, old naturalist names here. Sweet. I'm throwing it back. Well, I think that was a good podcast. How are you guys doing? How are you guys feeling? I was. I'm excited to talk again. It's been a while. We've been so busy, all of us. Like, Yeah, we've been very busy. And Caitlin's still getting her schedule, too, over there, like, dialed in, because you're just getting into your trips, right? Yeah. And um, we, yeah, I'm training new crew, and, like, yeah, we're just still trying to get settled into a routine, so, yep. But I think we'll hey. be uh, back on it again. Hey, what's the will of the week? Oh, uh, oh, oh, oh! <laughs> um, maybe just go Bears Week Twelve. Yeah, two Bears Week Twelve. Bears Week yeah. Twelve. Comment Bears Week Twelve on. You can comment on any post. We'll see it, dude. Dude, what if I go my entire life without seeing a Bears Week Twelve? Can I cry then? Yep. Yeah. But not till the end of your life. So when I'm like 95, I can be like. Damn it. But you can't be you, Yeah, you can only be crying about that. <laughs> you're like, like, why is he crying? No, not, my because, not because you're ending your life, but it's like because you didn't see a bear speak. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if that was gonna be anybody, it'd be me. And his like final will and testament, his testament is actually his species checklist. And yeah. it's like all the unfulfilled boxes. Do you guys have do you guys do you guys know like how many species you've seen? Um, I counted it a while ago. It was like I don't know. I don't remember. In the high twenties. I, I think I've I think I have eighteen. I'm in the high twenties. 
No, you're not. Shut up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I think we split hairs a lot over like ecotypes and like a couple other things. Yeah. Last time we counted. I'm talking about species, straight species, no brown yeah, owls. That doesn't count. I really believe those ecotypes should be separate species. Uh, oh well, they definitely 100% should. But Kaylin, what whale have you seen that I haven't seen? Cuvier. A whale. Say whale. Well, I think I. Well, I've seen a Brutus for sure. I don't know if I've seen a say whale. I've not seen a Brutus whale. So yeah. we're even on that. North Atlantic right whale. Okay, if you want to fight me, say it out loud. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's end this. I'm getting, I'm getting angry. <laughs> Thank you, everyone, for listening to the podcast um, and for sharing it with people if you choose to. That's super cool of you. And um, if you wouldn't mind rating or reviewing the podcast on whatever platform you like to listen to it, um, that would be great. And then if you are looking for where we are on social media, we are on Facebook and Instagram at Whale Nerds. And I am so, so grateful to all our Patreon supporters. Thank you so much. Um, for your support every month that really is helping us a lot to be able to um, prepare to do some really cool things and um, we really appreciate your support there so thank you yeah, yeah thank you about to pop off <laughs> <laughs> yeah thank you guys so much for all the support on uh, all the platforms it means a lot to us and we're super excited to um, continue on with the Wellness podcast yeah thanks everyone bye-bye Bye.